Hey, presto, welcome, episode number 45. Gavin here, hope you've had a fantastic week. Um, the last two Mondays on the Business Mastermind podcast, we have had a two-part interview with none other than Rory Fairbairns, the co-founder of One Year No Beer. And Rory, as you'll have heard in uh, the first of the two episodes, episode 42, uh, described growing up in the Scottish island of Mull. Now, Mull is a favourite of mine, um, mainly because I spent a good deal of time sailing around those waters in my 20s and into and out of the infamous uh, port or harbour of Tobermory, beautiful natural harbour. And hearing uh, Ruri talk about Mull, and we mentioned in passing Tobermory, I reminded myself, it reminded me of a, a time setting up there uh, and a story that it has to do with leadership and delegation. So the title of this episode is, When You're Heading Straight for the Rocks, Is That the Time for a Focus Group? So I want you to picture this scenario the i was a skipper of a we chartered a boat hired a boat uh, with a bunch of friends to have two weeks sailing on the west coast of scotland and we made our way up to the island of mum actually there were two of boats that we had chartered so i was skippering uh, one of the yachts about about 38 40 feet long to give you an idea i was skippering one of the yachts and my brother the second of the two yachts um we wanted to go further afield this particular day, but there was a gale blowing out, um, um, sort of um, the place where we wanted to go out of, sort of go out of Tobermory and the animal turn left. There's a big exposed point called Ardnamurkin Point, and we couldn't get around Ardnamurkin Point because basically a force eight gale was blowing that way. So we thought we'd just go straight across the lock, a short distance from Tobermory, across to Loch Sunart on the other side. Now, here's the scenario on the boat that I was the skipper of. I had a guy that was doing the navigation for the day who had sailed a desk around the classroom over the winter. So he'd gone and done his theory navigational course. And so he did all the uh, the navigation, sat down at the chart table on the boat, but he didn't think to look outside. And then there was another friend of mine who wanted to get his hours up to in preparation for his yacht master qualification. He wanted to get his hours up as the skipper. So I stood back for the day and allowed... Uh, my friend to take over the skippering and another friend and uh, crew member on board to do the navigation. So the first thing that I noticed was the the guy that did the navigation, you know, down below decks without looking out above, had looked at the chart and saw that it was a, a path, a route, a channel almost straight across um, from Tobermory across the entrance of Loch Sunart. But because <laughs> there was a gale that was uh, that was blowing in, uh, Force 8 gale, the water in this gap between um, a band of rocks uh, and the headland, whilst in calm conditions, would have been very navigable and very safe. Um, when it's blowing a gale, it was just like a cauldron and it wasn't as safe to do. So what we had to do was kind of like turn left, go out towards the kind of teeth of the gale, up around a big band of rocks that was in the middle of the kind of channel area and down the other side of the rocks um, in, where there's a safe channel into Loch Sunart. So off we duly set. And um, initially, under engine, as we're bouncing our way through the waves um, to a safe distance to turn round and head 
downstream again, downwind again, uh, into the entrance of Loch Sonart. So this big band of rocks that we had passed, in the, um, you know, we'd, we'd, they were on our right-hand side, we'd gone around the top of them, and we turned you know, 180 degrees, and they're again on our right as we're heading 180 degrees back in the opposite direction. So... I'm stood in the background. I've got a guy who now has <laughs> started to look out the window when he's doing his navigation to a degree, and you'll hear about that in a minute. And then you've got a guy that's helm, uh, who's skippering, who needs to get his experience up. And then because we're all a group of friends, some more experienced than others, and all wanting to have a go at sailing um, and steering, we had another guy on the helm who was steering. His experience at steering was brand new, and we the boat was being picked up and moved to the side by the waves as she was motoring down downwind and I walked um, made my way up with my life jacket and my harness on to the bow of the boat ready to to, uh, to clip on a, a small foresail in order to reduce foresail in order to be able to have a little bit of foresail and sail downwind towards the lock and I looked up and looked ahead as I was approaching the bow of the boat the front of the boat and I saw something that caused a sudden quickening of my pulse and that something was breaking water over rocks ahead. Now, um, these rocks should not have been ahead. This particular band of rocks should have been way over to the left-hand side. So we had one band of rocks that we've just circumnavigated around the right, and we were supposed to have another band way over to the left-hand side, but nope, <laughs> they were dead ahead. So I very quickly and safely uh, made my way back to the cockpit and gave an instruction to the guy who was steering turn this boat 180 degrees round right now and go back the way you came until we work out exactly what's going on and where we're at. And the guy who was acting as skipper together said, um, no, calm down, Gavin, let's just have a conversation about this. Let's just have a, a, a chat about this. <laughs> we'll do an eight or nine knots straight towards the rocks. So, you know, there's a, a lot of lessons to learn from me about how maybe trusting I was uh, in this art of delegation and how I should have um, did some of the things that I'm now going to share with you about different levels of delegation and situational leadership. But um, this guy soon got the message, the guy who has been the captain and the skipper for the day, soon got the message that now, or at that time, was not the time for a focus group. Uh, we had to execute a quick about term and then sort out exactly our location and then navigate ourselves safely into the lock, which we did. And good lessons were had and learned by all that day. Thankfully, I'd chosen to go up on deck at the time I did to put up a sail. Anyway, so it reminds me of a model around leadership called situational leadership. You may have come across it from Ken Blanchard's, one of Ken Blanchard's book, Leadership and the One Minute Manager. And he talks about there's four different levels in which you can uh, delegate and uh, empower people within your team. It's a leadership model. So if you've got somebody who is brand new to the task, who lacks experience or lacks skill, level one is where you list, give them the outcome, the objective you're looking for, but specifically list for them step by step by step, break down every single thing that you would like them to do. The other end of the scale, level four, is that they are so accomplished, so practiced and skilled, you can just give them the outcome and then they just crack on and get on with it and do it themselves. You just know that they'll deliver. So let's go back to level one, someone who's brand new to task, who has not got the experience, who has probably not got the skill, that you break down for them step by step by step exactly what they need to do. Level two is they've got a little bit more experience now. 
you give them the outcome and together you collaborate and you work out the steps necessary to complete the task, achieve the outcome. Level three, you give them the outcome, they go away themselves and then they work out the steps that are required and then you sit down and review those with them. And then finally, level four, they're so well practiced, so well trusted in their capability because based on past delivery that you give them the outcome that you require and they just go on and deliver. So often people uh, get stuck at the point of delegation. They don't delegate enough. They're too much of a control freak, as they say. They don't let go of enough stuff. And part of the one of the things that they, uh, causes them to hang on for too long is they think they just need to go from level one straight to, or level zero straight to level four. So remember, it's take them on the journey. So level one, you give them the specific tasks of what they need to do all the way towards achieving that outcome. Level two, you give them the outcome and together, collaboratively, you work out the steps that are necessary to achieve that. Level three, you give them the outcome. They work out, the member of your team works out the steps that are required and you review those with them. And then level four, when they've got a high degree of a capability and experience and skill, then you just give them the outcome and they get on and deliver that. So just think about where you have got performance that's not the, to the level that you would like from members of your team. Just think about how you could take Ken Blanchard's situational leadership model and move people from sort of left to right, from level one through to level four um, in their capability and competence in delivering on those outcomes. <laughs>